Welcome to the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast, where they discuss anything football, everything football. This podcast is brought to you by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Craving for party treats like cakes and cookies in Subang Jaya? Visit starshot.bakery on Instagram. Or would you like tiramisu in Singapore? Visit misuboy.sg on Instagram as well. Good day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Steven Arjun's Football Podcast. The last episode we had Yash from Manchester City um, to talk about you know, the season outlook ahead of um, this new Premier League season. And today, the talk of the town currently is Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo um, recently rejoined Manchester United and his boyhood club, like that is. Yeah, so um, that happened quite fast because we understand that he wanted to leave Ju- Juventus. I think it started off after Harry Kane said that he wanted to stay in Tottenham and then Juventus, um, Ronaldo said that he wanted to leave Juventus and City was interested and then that moved on quite rapidly, you know, it, it progressed rapidly and then suddenly um, on Friday we received the news that City suddenly pulled out of the race and then United are the ones who are very interested in him. And then they got the deal done within the day. And I feel like this is, <laughs> this is the first time in a long time that we have rumors to done deal within a short uh, few hours. Yeah, so um, yeah, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, five times Ballon d'Or winner. And the statement on the MU website states that Manchester is delighted to confirm that the club has reached an agreement with Juventus for transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. And in his first spell for Manchester United, he scored 118 goals in 292 games. And he left in 2009. And 12 years later, and 12 years, wait, uh, 12 years, 390 appearances, and 392 goals later for Real Madrid and Juventus, he is back in Old Trafford. And today, we have the fans from both Manchester Club to talk about this particular transfer. The reason why we invited Yash as well for the, is also for a Manchester City perspective of this transfer because after all, he was so close to joining, joining um, Ronaldo and then there are um, backlash from United fans saying that Ronaldo is not true to United and stuff like that. Yeah, and then the, 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 late, the last minute twist was so amazing that you know, we didn't see it coming. So, first of all, I want to welcome back my co-host, Arjun. Arjun, welcome back. Uh, thanks, Stephen. Good to be back. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, alongside Arjun, uh, a fellow MU fan as well, Ude. Ude, welcome back as well. Hi, thanks for having me. That was a very nice introduction you did, uh, especially the stats about how long, 12 long years, we've been waiting to replace the number seven with the number seven and we replaced it with the same player 12 years later. So... Fantastic stats. Yeah, really, that I realized that he scored more goals than he played in games, you know? 392 yes. versus 390. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And last but not least, you know, a fan from the other side of Manchester, Yash. Yash, welcome back. Thanks for having me on again. And yeah, I just wanted to point out about that introduction. I saw many United fans online burning the Ronaldo jerseys yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a bit crazy. I thought. Yeah. I mean, 
Manchester United is not equal to Cristiano Ronaldo, but um, to some people it does. All right. Um, without further ado, guys, let us kick off today's amazing discussion. Uh, first of all, I'll write a direct question to Yash. Yash, what is your viewpoint of this transfer? Look, um, people will say that Man City missed out on Messi, Kane and Ronaldo in one window. But City were never concretely interested in Messi and Ronaldo. With Ronaldo, they simply had a verbal agreement. There was no formal offer. There were no personal terms discussed. And, and we have always seen Man City, they never go for any short-term solution. Till now, they always go for a long-term target that they have in mind. They tried doing that with Kane. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. But Kane has been the target since the last, since the last two seasons. And I'm assuming that the target will now be Haaland next year because of his release clause. So I'm not very surprised that we didn't miss out, like that we missed out on Ronaldo. Like I wasn't really expecting him to join, despite all those rumors and everything saying that Man City were like fully interested in him. But there were no, there was no fee given to Juventus. There were no personal terms discussed. Yeah, we were interested in him maybe, but. If he probably might have come to City had United not come into the picture. So, yeah, but, but Man City, for some or the other reason, they decided to just pass it on. Yeah, I get what you mean. I, 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 uh, I understand what you say about, you know, they say that City failed to sign Kane, Messi and Ronaldo. But the fact is that I feel, I think Messi was only available after... Uh, Pep Guardiola spent 100 million on Jack Willis. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that cannot be considered as as missed or you know, you know, he, he had other targets and I feel Grealish is younger, he is local talent, and he has much more years ahead of him. So I feel that in that in that sense it is more justified to go for Grealish as compared to Messi. Yeah. Um, yeah I have something yeah. to so, say, uh, by the Yeah. I have something to say, by the way. Um, I don't think Kane was a target last season. I think it was Messi that was last season. Besides, and then there was a scandal that happened. I think, uh, I can't remember exactly what happened, but Man City was trying to go for Messi, but they were halted by Barcelona. And then this happened. The news broke that Messi ran out of contract after Grealish was bought by Man City. So Kane was only a target this season. Am I right, Yash? So, actually, um, when we saw the second half of last season, there were many games where we thought that City needed a proper number nine up front. We see so many crosses from the wingers, Mares, Sterling, Jesus and all. Mm. But sometimes we often see City lacking that number nine to finish those chances. And that showed in the games against Chelsea three times and against some other teams as well. But mainly, the target... Be the target of Harry Kane, I think it started after the Champions League final. City, mm, yeah, City definitely yeah. City wanted that number nine because we saw in the final we missed first of all a defensive mid, although that's down to the coach, and secondly, we missed a proper number nine. And sure. to rectify that, Man City wanted Kane only, they didn't have any others, uh, they didn't have any other striker in mind. Kane was their first choice, it's either Kane or Bust. So, right now, we see that. Man City will go with the same squad that they mm-hmm. had last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And then I think you also highlighted another good point in which I think this now opens the door up for Man City to go for Haaland, who again, 
is a kind of player who's like a very robotic kind of player that turns out the same amount of goals per games ratio like Ronaldo. And he's yeah. a much younger Ronaldo. Um, so hopefully it will be very interesting next season to have Haaland there in the Premier League. But you never know if Real Madrid somehow gets the cash and doesn't become broke anymore, he might go towards Real Madrid. It, it depends a lot on the Mbappe situation. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, and it's also like, it's not. It's also not a confirmed success that Ronaldo will, will, will turn out to be, you know, uh, being 36 years old this year and then sitting at a high wage, you know, um, 450, uh, 450,000 per week, you know, in terms of pounds, English pounds. Arjun, so uh, how do you um, foresee the impact that Ronaldo brings? Um, I think for United, uh, with, I mean, we've talked a bit, discussed this as well. Uh, the impact of Ronaldo is more than just the football that he brings. Uh, I think we discussed with Yash as well. Uh, I feel the salary for Ronaldo, in Ronaldo's case, is justified because he will pay back the salary uh, multiple fold, just in terms of uh, the share price it has increased, shirt sales, the number of fans that will be driven to come and watch him. Just like how Messi uh, paid back his salary literally to PSG in just a few days of his signing with shirt sales and whatnot. So I don't think um, the salary is really a problem. Even though he's 36 years old, I don't really uh, mind giving him that salary. But the implication of signing Ronaldo goes beyond the football. I think it's more so... Um, I think Yasha's right for sure. United wasn't, weren't interested in Ronaldo until they saw that City were interested. Uh, I, from, uh, from what I've read, it seems that Ferguson was deeply disturbed that Ronaldo could actually go to City. He was interested in going to City because that was the only realistic offer he had at the time. Uh, I think his agent was speaking to City as well. And that's when Ferguson intervened and um, basically made sure United sent an offer as well. And I think once United sent an offer, there was no chance he would go to City because he knew that there was an offer from United. And from United fan perspective, uh, to quote Ube, the prodigal son returns after, albeit after 12, 13 years, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, I feel like I'm in 2008 again. Uh, I mean, United, Ronaldo does address a problem area of the starting level as well, definitely, up top. Uh, I think we've spoken about this before. Other than Cavani, United do not have a, a recognized center forward other than trialing Greenwood in that area. So at least in the short term, I think Ronaldo does address that problem area. Uh, of course, whether he fits into the team is yet to be seen. Um, but yeah, I think the impact of Ronaldo at United goes beyond football. Um, it goes into the commercial reasons, the passion of the United fans. Uh, it, it's just, oh, of course, uh, another reason was also to prevent him going to City. I, I would definitely have to say that uh, implication of him going to City would have been pretty horrible for United. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just going to yeah, jump the um, gun here and just tell like my points right now. I don't know whether you have this question here about the pros and cons of having uh, Ronaldo on board. Uh, so the pros, what Arjun said, commercial value. One of the other pros in which I'm thinking is that he can definitely help players like Marcus Rashford and Mason Greenwood develop over time. Having somebody like Ronaldo there to teach them, to make them be better, make them more clinical. These are the pros in which I can see... Uh, it's, it's just Ronaldo. You guarantee you'll get 20 goals there. You know, I think 
the same thing that happened with Man City, the same thing that Manchester United lacked up top. Uh, when Cavani was injured or was not fully fit, we didn't have a, a target man for us to cross the ball in. And when we did cross the ball in, there was no one there to meet. Even the game that happened against Southampton recently, where there were a couple of crosses or drilled-in crosses that nobody was there to meet. But you know Ronaldo will be there. You know Ronaldo will beat it. And you know he'll score his goals. So these are the pros that the cons most probably of buying Ronaldo is Manchester United's lack of planning with a transfer window. Again, we could have gone for Haaland and we decided not to. But I guess Haaland wasn't even an option. But it's, it's Ronaldo. Like This is the kind of opportunities that happens once in, I don't know, tw- twice or th- in three years or 12 years, I guess. I don't think we're going to get another Ronaldo sale to any other club. I think he's just going to settle here at Manchester United. He might just become a legend. We might have to build a statue of him coming back home. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I, 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 actually, actually it's a very interesting point you brought up about um, how it was a lack of planning on the transfer window I, I, I actually missed that point and I completely agree as well uh, given that they didn't actually plan to move for Ronaldo when it was a very last minute thing uh, so that goes to say that Ole would not have planned for him to be in the team and now he has to uh, find a way to make Ronaldo work in this team and something that might go against United is that uh, Ronaldo tends to have teams built around him in teams that he has played in in the past. Uh, I mean, that happens when you have the best uh, player in the world, one of the best players in the world. But that could go against United because I don't think that's a good idea to build the team around Ronaldo. Uh, the team already has a good uh, dynamic at play and Ronaldo might be too big of a personality up top and too old right now for us to base our entire team around him. So that, that might be a disadvantage as well. I think Arjun yeah, made uh, a good point. Uh, we saw we saw Allegri drop Ronaldo for a lot of games last season because he did not fit their system. So I think United might encounter the same problems because they seem to have a good structure last season with Greenwood as, and also at the start of this season with Greenwood up top or on the right side with Cavani in the middle. I'm curious to see how that impacts that that particular formation and that way of playing. Stephen, yeah, uh, yes, good point there. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I uh, just want to ask from a Liverpool point of view, uh, sort of like an outsider perspective. What, what do you feel about this transfer? Um, I don't know. I mean, like. Your Ronaldo going to City or going to United both doesn't it that doesn't make me happy, I feel. But <laughs> but but probably it's better that, that Ronaldo goes to goes to um goes to United better than he goes to City because if he goes to City he'll solve a, a big problem, which is you know City is currently without a centre forward. But if he's going to United, I, I but I I will I actually I'm torn actually because I really wanted to see Ronaldo going to City and see the world burn. You know, I just I just want to see the, the, the backlash and then the impact <laughs> on United fans. You know, yeah. And and yes, I had to agree with all three of you about the point that this signing could backfire. You know, I, I'm trying to be a devil's advocate here. Like, like this signing could backfire in the sense that it wasn't they, they didn't plan to sign Ronaldo number one. And they, yes, they did have a striker problem, as we said earlier, but they didn't plan to sign Ronaldo. Maybe they were, they were, they were clearly looking at Kane, 
but they know that they couldn't fight City in terms of the, the amount that they can offer. They were looking at Holland, but maybe probably this season is not the season to buy him. And, and Ronaldo just comes by along. And then um, probably I feel that the reason why United go in is, there are a few reasons. Number one is to prevent, like, like you're, you're saying, what you said, to prevent City from getting Ronaldo. Number two, this is based on Sir Alex Ferguson say so. Sir Alex Ferguson, you know, feel that you, you said earlier, Arjun, that he felt he felt that it's weird that Ronaldo's going to City. He felt hurt and then he made a phone call to him and then he, he decided to join uh, United instead. So this is not on Ole's uh, instruction, you see. So this yeah. shows that Ole probably didn't want him or, 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 you know, if he had wanted him once he was available or once he wanted to leave, he would have told Ed Wood or whoever's in charge up there to go for him and to rival uh, City for it. But we all know that during the initial stages, United weren't in a discussion. It's only City. Yeah, so I feel that this is more of an emotional signing than, 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 a, than a tactical one. But definitely, he'll bring goals. You know, Ronaldo is goals. You know? I, I feel that he's guaranteed, even at the age of 37 years old, he is guaranteed at least 20 goals this season, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, but, uh, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, Ude, you were saying about... Uh, last point is that Ude, you were saying about building a statue of Ronaldo outside of Old Trafford <laughs> since he rejoined yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, please don't forget that... <laughs> yeah, but please don't forget he was open to join City. Has yeah, okay, look. Send a complete <laughs> offer him. I'm not I'm not one of those crazy United fans that's gonna burn the Ronaldo. First of all, I have a United t-shirt, but it doesn't have a Ronaldo jersey number or a name at the back there. So and I won't burn my man's United jersey. Like I told you, United doesn't equal to Ronaldo. But he wanted to leave to any other club. Uh, he publicly said that. And Man City approached him first. Um I, again, I'm not too sure of the details. As far as I know, Man City approached Juventus and uh, Juventus asked for 30 million um, and then Man City said that they didn't want to pay for him. Okay, these are the rumors I got. I, I may not be accurate here. And Man City said, no, we don't want to pay 30 million. As a negotiation tactic um, because they thought that this is an Indian supermarket where they can reduce the fees um, for uh, one of the best players we have seen in this uh, last 10 to 15 years, even though his, his form has dropped and everything, he's definitely up there. Um, and then once Man City said no, Manchester United heard whatever happened and just came under Man City's nose and was like, uh, hey Juventus, I'll give you 30 million, just take it right now. And we, we'll get the money back. So I don't understand, like, yeah, as a negotiation tactic, I'm sure this failed terribly, right? You have to agree with me here. If this is what happened, of course. Look, uh, we uh, we have seen in the past Pep really doesn't like working with these players who have these big egos. We saw it with Ibrahimovic, we saw it with Eto, and probably Pep ha- played a part in why City did not go for him. I feel that uh, Pep is more he's very team oriented. He prefers players that just work for the team who don't who are not that egoistic which is why we see City sign all these young players like Ferran Torres and all. And I believe that probably Pep's decision, he might have gone against it uh, in last minute. 
which is why I believe that City did not hence go further and bid for him. That's sure. what I feel could have happened. But sure. uh, yeah, you're right. Ronaldo would have brought a lot of like commercial revenue to the club. So the <laughs> fee does not really make sense, the fee part, because that you, yeah. you would recoup yeah. with shirt sales and all that revenue. But yeah, I think this was a managerial decision more mm. than a board decision, which is why City did not go for him. Sure, if it's a managerial decision, then it makes sense. Um, and then, if if it was a managerial decision, then you you don't have to you know burn Ronaldo's shirt <laughs> which he wanted to go to another another club. I think of course he would have heard if he went there. But to answer Stephen's question, I it didn't really uh, affect me that much. Whichever way, of course, we're happier that he came to United rather than City. Um, actually, from my perspective, I, I think Stephen asked me this, would, uh, would it take Ronaldo's United legacy if he went to City? Uh, I answered yes, and I still stand by that. I mean, I wouldn't hate him for it because I understand why he had to do that. If United didn't make an offer, that's the only realistic offer. But like Uday said, yes, I wouldn't be happy, and I think it would take his legacy. Uh, given that it's not the same situation as when Michael Owen moved to uh, United, but even that changes his Liverpool legacy. Uh, Michael Owen came to United at the far end of his career. He was not banging 20 goals per season anymore. But Ronaldo is still banging 20 goals per season. So even in that situation, uh, Liverpool fans were not happy at with Michael Owen for joining United. So I think someone as high profile as Ronaldo, it would definitely cause a problem to his United legacy. I think a lot of uh, club legends would not be happy as well. Uh, yeah, so just just for that, I don't think I would have been. It would have been a very good move for him in that way. But yeah, if there was only offer, then I guess he would have had nothing. Uh, no other choice. Yes, but we understand why Ronaldo wanted to go to City. If if that was the only offer, then he feel that it's the perfect one because he wanted to compete for trophies. The reason why he don't want to stay at Juventus is because uh, Juventus can't compete for Champions League. Actually, no, yeah, and, and sorry, uh, talking about Juventus, uh, a friend posed an interesting theory to me today. Uh, he mentioned that every time Allegri is at Juventus, uh, he does not get along with Ronaldo. So that is pretty interesting uh, to, to note that I, I haven't really verified how true this is, but apparently there's like some unseen beef between Ronaldo and Allegri. So that could be the reason he wants to leave as well. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, Arjun. So that's the uh, last question to you. Does the, the the signing of Ronaldo um, put more pressure only to win the Premier League season? Yes, definitely. Um, although I don't think again we we mentioned that it wasn't Ole's decision per se. Uh, he was sort of pressured into it. He was sort of opportunity. Yeah, so it's even minute. worse, isn't it? It's, it's even yes. worse, isn't it? You, you give me somebody I don't want <laughs> and I give me more pressure to win a Premier League. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say don't want per se. He, he wouldn't say he doesn't want Ronaldo. It's just that he wasn't in his initial plans. But yes, to answer your question, definitely, I think it puts more pressure on him to win a trophy. Now he, I mean, people can say he has one of the best players in the world and definitely more pressure to win a major trophy this season. I agree with thought- Arjun's point. Point here that it definitely increases pressure to put it there, but I don't. I think you got to rephrase the question, Stephen. I, the question is, uh, is it's not is Manchester United going to win the Premier League? It's by how many points with Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> it definitely oh, increases oh. our chances right now. But I mean, for me, title favorites are still Chelsea, even with Ronaldo here. So that'll be pretty interesting to have him on board. And if Holy doesn't win, he might, uh, I don't know, be sacked. My hot take here. I, I highly doubt he'll be sacked, though, honestly. If he makes top four, I think the United board will still be patient with him. Uh, wait, wait, wait. But... So, top four is still acceptable for Ole? Not for me, but I think the United board will still be patient yeah. with him. <laughs> honestly. I'm not sure yeah. that Stephen is if top four is still acceptable. <laughs> with that amount of money that they have spent on wages, transfer fees, so... You definitely have to expect one or two major trophies from yeah. him this season. I mean, like, you cannot be like Arsenal who has the highest spenders in, you know, the league this season and they're fighting relegation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I mean one, one thing that goes with Ole is also that he has brought back stability to United for the first time since Ferguson left. Yes. Uh, I mean, I agree that he hasn't done enough yet. But I think that could be the reason that they wouldn't want to sack and again hire a manager will again need to make transfers and we don't know whether we will even make top four again with a new manager. So I, I think those will be the considerations of the board as well. Yeah, Arjun, during the episode with about Manchester United, we talked yeah. about this season being always make it or break it season. You know, yeah. it's no longer, uh, it's a work in process. Please give him another season, you know, to build yeah. the team. He has been there for about two, two seasons plus, you know, so, mm-hmm. so if he has his team already, you know, we can say that he has yeah. So it's time to fight. And, I feel only up to now, he has not challenged for the title yet. Yes, he finished second place last season, as I said earlier, as I said in the previous episode, but he, he did not challenge for the title. It's like Liverpool was ahead, then Spurs, then City took yeah. over, and then, then, and then in, the, in that melee or in, in that pile-up, suddenly Manchester United uh, run into second place. It's, it's just like that, you know? But they didn't uh, fight City for the title enough, I feel. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, I'll just only I, I only consider it as back to back top four finishes. Uh, second place wasn't really a competition for the title, so I don't really take it as a valid second place. Um, yes, I, of yes. course, I'm happy that they finished second place, but yeah, to me, when I look back at it, it's just back to back top four finishes. Okay, so if you have three back to back top four finishes, <laughs> you consider that as an improvement, lah. Uh, again, personally, yeah, no. But I, I can see why the United board would uh, still be patient with him, just given that they will need to rebuild again with a new manager and it might not be worth it. But personally, uh, I, I don't, I mean, now also with Ronaldo, I think he has to deliver this season. Uday, what are your expectations of United now that they have, you have Ronaldo? Um, we got to win a trophy. It either has to be an FA Cup or a Premier League. Um, I don't think we're going to win the Champions League, of course. But we definitely have to win the trophy. That's, those are my expectations, yeah. Okay, Uday, last point. It's, uh, are they making a fair point here? Wait, wait is who making a fair point? Sorry, sorry, Yash. Uh, last <laughs> point here. Uh, are the United fans making a fair point? Uh, yeah, I agree with them. Uh, like, uh, they have to win something. They have to win. I don't think an FA Cup is enough as well. It has to be uh, either the Premier League or I think Champions League is a bit too far, given that they have they have not gone past the group stages in like <laughs> two years or something. <laughs> but I think they have to at least compete for the title till the very end. They have to be in that title race. I, like yes, I'm not sure yes, there are many teams that can yes. win it: Chelsea, City, United. But they have to be there 
till the end, till May at least. So I think that will be acceptable for United fans if they at least compete for the title and maybe lose out by like maybe three, four points or something. But <laughs> yeah, no, it could happen. Yeah. But at least that will be yeah, progress. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. For the league. Yes, Actually, yes, that's a good possible. point. Yeah, uh, if if United lose out on the title by like less than five points, I think there there will still be progress. To be honest. Even though definitely, you know, I don't think they're going to win the title. Yeah. I am. I mean, more so that. At least for it, you know. Yeah, more so that this season, I believe there are four title challenges, including, I mean, as what Yash mentioned, Chelsea, City, United, Liverpool as well. I would definitely put Liverpool in the mix. We're back to. Uh, yeah, I put them too. Yeah, I mean, they have fifty game players. They have a full squad to choose from, and yeah, I think that there are four genuine title challenges this season. It's going to be really competitive. Oh, I think Arjun is forgetting West Ham here. They're five challenges. <laughs> well, West Ham are top four challenges. I would put them there. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for joining us in this amazing debate. Massive pressure on Ole to to deliver this season, of course. Listeners, if you have any comments about our episode, please do leave us a DM. My Instagram handle is at Steven underscore Rock underscore, and Arjun's Instagram handle is at Ruven Arjun. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Mr. Boy SG and Starshot Bakery. We'll see you again next time. Bye bye.